listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Here's your host, Billy Sticker. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome to the show, Dr. Stephanie Mage. How are you? Oh my God, I'm amazing. I'm so excited to be here and so excited to talk. Well, good, good. Um, so let's just get right into this. Tell us a little bit about your background and why chiropractic. Well, that I mean, that's a great question. I mean, the the fact that we're talking is uh, because I, I I think I have something to say about about marketing and and really marketing for the every person, like the every chiropractor. Um, for me, I started off, I didn't come from a legacy of chiropractic. I came uh, the good old fashioned way. I got hurt and somebody said, you should go to this chiropractor. Actually, my mom did. She was a, a workers comp attorney, worked for uh, workers comp her whole life and saw these chiropractors that had these great lives and seemed to love what they do. And and so she said, you should go to a, you should be a chiropractor. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I go, she said, well, just, you should go. And so I went to this really young uh, chiropractor right out of school and turned me on. And at the time I was slated to be pre-med, a pediatrician. And it just never, like, it, it sounds really cool to say it never resonated with me. But at the time I would like have panic attacks thinking about it. Now I know that was, you know, my innate like leading the way. But at the time, I just was like, I don't know. And so I was working in an environmental lab and looking for thinking, oh, my God, I'm 24. I hate my life. How can I hate my life? I'm 24. Like you can't, you know, a lot of people do. And uh, for me, it's like it led me into, you know, one of those bad things of a really pretty serious car accident that ended up leading me to the profession that now I know and love. And now I'm a pediatrician, uh, just uh, with a different lens, a chiropractic lens. So that's what led me into chiropractic. For for me, just, you know, before we dig into the, the marketing stuff, and then I just opened my clinic. Like, I didn't know about schools and philosophies and straights and any of that. I just went to school in Chicago because I had family there. And uh, when I opened my practice, I just opened my practice, hoped somebody would come, you know, and uh, it wasn't until, you know, maybe three or four years in practice when I wasn't doing great that I, I started thinking about like, if this thing is going to make it, I got to figure out what my dream practice is. And so well, yeah, that has huge. kind of, yeah, that's led me on the journey that, that I'm on today. So, yeah, that's such a great, a great question. Everybody should ask in general, it's because People get caught, whether it's in practice or whether it's in life, getting up, doing the same thing every day, every day. You know, well, tomorrow we'll do that or tomorrow. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, and the next thing you know, mm -hmm. the past several years, you've been doing stuff that you don't like. You, you built a practice that you don't enjoy whenever. And I say this all the time on the show, whatever your dream practice looks like, there mm -hmm. are other doctors that have built that practice. Yeah, you can, too. But I think, you know, the first step is knowing what is, you know, what does your dream practice even look like? So, yeah. Anyway. Continue. And that's exactly, um, I mean, that's exactly what happened to me is that I thought, okay, I mean, way back when it used to be called a niche. Now it's called a niche, you know? And, uh, and it's really like, if I want to design this practice to be a place where I'm going to show up every single day. Now,
I graduated in 1994, so I've been doing this a while. I might look young, but I'm 51, and uh, and I'm still young at 51. Uh, but if I'm going to pick a practice and pick a, a place where I literally, I mean, I, I have an associate, a young associate, and you know she's you know been to all the big stages and gets all geeked up and loves different speakers and. And I'm like, you know, practice is a grind, man. Like it's every day and it's day to day. And it's sometimes toilets are exploding and your internet is out. And it isn't sexy sometimes, you know, a lot of times it's just showing up. And so if I got to go somewhere every single day and show up, I got to love it. Not only do I got to love it, it's got to like turn me on, like be hyper profitable, be a fun for me got to be fun. It's got to be full of energy. It's got to be super profitable and it can't suck the life from me, you know? And so that, that was like my basic, like, like basic minimum. And then I just kept thinking, well, shoot, if I want to show up somewhere, what is that going to look like? I want it to be families. I want it to be a lot of kids. I want to, you know, high, I used to say, oh my God, I got to, you know, hire somebody to high five me after an adjustment. But then I was like, well, shoot, I just high five the patient, you know, and so there's lots of high fives and lots of celebrating and um, in it, you know, in a chiropractic sense, maybe not non-traditional, but in a, in, a, you know, in the people that listen to podcasts and stuff like that. But for, you know, it's very non-traditional, open adjusting, uh, cash based family practice, you know, it's, it's fun, you know, lots of lifetime patients. So how did you. You know, once you kind of made the switch on, okay, this is what I want my practice to look like. Mm-hmm. How did you start attracting those patients? Let's kind of get into some of the marketing behind it. Okay, that's a great question. So, one of the things I decided, and it happened because I had a nephew that got put on Ritalin, is that I want to see kids. I want to see kids. So, you know, I had to feel com- competent and comfortable enough to see them with some of the education, but it's really not about another certification. It was about where are they and who refers kids. And then I realized, well, if I'm going to see kids and I want healthy kids, I got to have healthy pregnant people. And if I got to have healthy pregnant people, you know, so I backed it up and I started to look to where those people were. And, and for me, the secret to my success is that, yes, at the beginning I did screenings and I did talks, you know, lunch and learns and stuff like that. But really the secret of my success has been finding strategic alliances. And so going to find the people that would refer to me and and become visible in that community. So I would take, I, I still do, when there are doulas or midwives or birth educators. Today I'm teaching a course in, in a prenatal uh, yoga certification class, you know, from, you know, the chiropractic lens and you know, finding not just patients, but people that would refer patients, because that that's really how it, you know, really how it happens is that you find those people that are your referral sources and become very visible. So I have a podcast. Well, my podcast is a whole nother animal. My the first time I did this was with with pediatrics with pregnancy. Um, I took people out to lunch. I I spoke to doula groups. I you know what I mean? I really became visible and became an expert and in the in those areas, you know? And that's that's the thing. It's like find out what if you want to be like I have a friend in North Carolina. 
he wants to be like the guy for golfers. He took every golfing certification and then just became so visible that like the majority of his practice are, are golfers that want to improve their swing and improve their performance and heal from injuries. And I mean, that in me, I don't have any interest in sports, but people that do, it's like become that and show up in those areas. Right. That's really yeah. good. So what made you want to start the podcast? Well, okay. So I have, as I've already said, I am 51, but at 49, all of my friends were 49, you know, I mean, all the people I grew up with, you know, most of the people around me are around that age. And I, I don't know how old you are, old you are Billy, 42. but uh, 42. So you're still young and spry. I'm right. still young and spry at 51. But I was having these conversations with people and, and I was getting really frustrated because they were starting to make really stupid decisions. You know, at certain age, your health, I feel like it takes a why. And you could, one way you could go is what I was hearing a lot of, which was, I'm old now. Everything's fallen apart. It fell apart for my parents. So it's going to fall apart for me. So, oh, well, I might as well, you know, just give up. And just talk about how old I am and how broken my body is all the time. And then there was another avenue of people that were being proactive, that were actually like, realized that, hey, if I want to stay healthy, I actually have to be more proactive. It doesn't mean I'm screwed, even though you could take that. You could say, okay, I'm getting older, so I need to put more like an older car, you know, those vintage cars, they take so much maintenance to make them run, but they're gorgeous and they're beautiful and they're highly sought after. You know, when you're young, it doesn't take much energy to stay healthy. But as you get older, it takes more energy. So people that I knew that were putting that energy in were going like they were they were going to a dry well expecting water. So I wanted to become a source for that. I I felt like in my practice, I felt like that I have established established myself. I am not turning my back on the the niche that 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 made me the pediatric pregnancy, it's still probably 70% of the patients, new patients in my office, you know, probably of the of the pediatrics, probably, you know, 90% of the pediatric patients are under the age of three months old, like I have like, that's booming. But I wanted to appeal to the me's out there that are that are approaching this middle age, quote unquote, and want to stay healthy, but don't know what to do where to put their energy, what eggs to put, you know, what basket to put their eggs in. And, you know, it isn't about finding, blaming our genetics or finding things. So find, you know, and I bring on amazing people and amazing speakers and, and, uh, you know, so that's, that's why the podcast, I decided to start to develop a second source of referrals in my office. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Lately, what I've been doing is, uh, uh, taking, I wanted to create, and you're the Facebook guy. I'm just making this up. Like I wanted to, like, if you don't know about podcasts, then people are like podcasts. What are those? You know, 2017. But if you don't know about podcasts and I don't, then you don't, you haven't heard me. So now on Facebook, you know, you can make a little video and promote it, boost it in five mile radius. You know, I'm in Chicago. So five miles, that's it's 700 thousand people. Sure. Yeah. So I boosted in a five mile radius 
And I feel like I have my own like TV show. It's like a little talk show on Facebook and it just shows up and it's a very soft sell. And I, you know, I get people that are like, oh, I saw you on Facebook. So it's, it's a, it's a way to get my message out into a Facebook community for people that, you know, it's great that the person up in, you know, Wyoming heard my podcast, but that doesn't really, and, and, you know, it doesn't really bring more patients into my practice, but it does, you know, it is fun. So. I'm going to give you a quick little tip that yeah, sure. I think, especially doctors that are doing videos on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, have your, I'm sure you already have a new patient offer, mm-hmm. something, you know, whether it's for people that refer or whatever, you've got this new patient mm-hmm. offer. Well, have that offer, you know, ideally set it up, set it up on a landing page or mm-hmm. even if it's, you know, just an extension of your site or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but now whenever you do these videos, you know, to title the videos, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then put a dash, claim your new patient offer here. And then, so okay. now it's not, instead of you just boosting for the content, mm-hmm. you're still doing that. You're still building your brand, mm-hmm. but people that resonate with you, they, they don't have to ask what to do next. And there's so many, I'm not at all saying you've done this because you only boost your stuff in a five mile radius. So I haven't seen your videos. Yeah. But sometimes we see doctors that'll give great content on their videos. And then the last 30 seconds, they become a mattress salesman. You know, for the next 25 people, if you come in, we're going to do this and Monday, Monday, yeah, yeah, Monday. Yeah. And just, <laughs> you know, you're like, uh, is that yeah. the kind of doctor I want to go to? But what that does is it allows you to just deliver content. Mm-hmm. You know, look, this is yeah. what we do. We see this all the time. And, uh, yeah, look, or if somebody that you, or you, you or somebody you know, is dealing with this, schedule an appointment. Let's see if we can help you out. Mm-hmm. That's your call okay. to action. It's yeah. that. But in the description, they know, oh, well, let's see what the new patient offer is. Let's see mm-hmm. what that is. Do you use and the button at the bottom? You don't even have to. Uh, yeah. One of the guys that I learned this from is Anthony DiClemente. You would mm-hmm. think he's a chiropractor. Uh, he's built a seven-figure biz- business on Facebook. Um, but he's wrote a book on biohacking and he does these videos on, mm-hmm. you know, the ketogenic mm-hmm. diet and intermittent fasting and, um, you know, apple cider vinegar, you know, yeah. all this stuff. All that stuff. But he yeah. builds this, this big audience. But in his videos, in the description, you know, he'll say, you know, he'll have his shirt off and he'll be at the beach and he's like, you know, hey, here's, you know, three exercises you can do with a kettlebell to help build abs. So it's just different. It's just content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it says, you know, dash, grab your free biohackers guide here. And, and does so, he, and he puts the link in there. He puts the link in there. And what, so yeah. we started doing this, like one of my offices right outside of Fort Worth, he does a lot of videos. And so we started doing this. Well, what he did is on his phone, just on his iPhone in the notes tab, he put dash claim your new patient offer here. And we did like a bitly link, you know, like a short code. Mm-hmm. Um, and he saves it. And so when he's ready to do a video, he goes in there and he copies, he just highlights it, copies it, goes to Facebook pages, Facebook live. He'll type out the title, paste the dash new patient offer here and go live. And that's it. And then he'll turn those into ads or boost them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I guess my thing is from a small business owner, if I'm spending money, Mm -hmm. I want it to be generating, you know, um, new patients, new business. Yeah. So this is something that you can pretty much take what you're already doing mm-hmm. and, and have yeah. it, you know, make it easier for them 
to find you to schedule to know what to do next. Yeah. Anyway, that's great. I Thank you. You yeah, can use that. So no, I mean, I think a lot of people that are listening will, can relate to it. It's like you're. I don't know. For me, I've gotten over my voice, uh, like what my voice sounds like. I've gotten over what it looks like on a, what I look like on a video. My hair was messy. I'm sure you go through that a lot. So, you you're know, right, my, yeah, here's, here's how I brush my hair in the mornings. Yeah. Straighten my eyebrows and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so it's, it's one of those things that you just, I, I, I feel like you're just out there. There's, they change it so frequently and it's so, it's, it's wonderful that you have these, opportunities in these platforms where people can listen to some of the leaders in the profession and some of the leaders in like social marketing and social media that are right there so that when these new things come out, they're right there changing them. And, you know, yeah, you definitely want to, you definitely want to, I feel like Facebook is easy because, you know, I came around in the day of Facebook or uh, yellow page ads, and those right. suckers were expensive. And you know, they're it's yesterday. I walked out the front door, and it's laying there, and they've got a plastic bag around it to protect it in case it rained. But yeah. I, you know, how many people did exactly what I did? Yeah, I picked up the yellow pages. I walked in and threw it straight in the garbage. Exactly. Anyway, Appreciate go ahead, continue. That. I interrupted you. No, that's exactly it. But that's a lot of people are trying to, you know, run their practices and run their, their lives. And so, so a lot of times, like, this is what I hear from the people around me. They're like, God, man, you're like everywhere. You're like famous. You're the, and you know, this, it all started when I wrote my book and, you know, it was one of those things I decided that I, I can't be the, my market really right now isn't other chiropractors. I'm not one of those, you know, side shuffle car. I don't have anything else to sell to the chiropractic profession. I'm out here trying to sell chiropractic to the masses. And, right. and so I want to, I want to, I want to be the guru. I want people to think, oh my God. So it started way back when, when I would do stuff, I would uh, do press releases. And I decided like, I want to be in ch- charge of my Google opt-in. So when you Google me, I don't want to, there was a politician way back when that some, some weird, you know, uh, special interest group stole his, his web identity. And when you Googled him, all this crazy junk came up. And I, it, I was thought, I want to be in charge of my own identity. So I, you know, regularly Google myself. And that's kind of how it started. So I started doing these press releases that were optimized so that when you would Google me, you would see all this amazing, you know, uh, stuff that, that I would do. And then that's kind of how it started with, well, you know, nowadays it's so flipping easy to write a book. It is like, you can write a book and go to Amazon and you don't even need to pay a publisher. Amazon, if somebody buys it, they'll print it for you. And send it to people as if you have, you know, it's really easy. And there's something about, I I am on my second edition of my book, You Can Be Well, which for your listeners, if they went to drmage.com, drmaj.com, they can get a free copy of that, a digital copy. If they, you know, if you went to Amazon, like, and you upload it, like, will you make a million dollars on your book? No, but will it be a calling card, a business card, like no 
I mean, I somebody came to my office when, when I was out of town and delivered this book that was like two inches thick on some supplement, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. And I still have trouble throwing this book away. So people, right. like they keep books. So your business card in one, you know, it does what that yellow page ad, you know, those yellow pages do. But an actual book, people don't throw that away. So if you, have, if people have something to say, it doesn't have to be 500 pages. It could be 75, your manifesto. You know, it's, a, it's people notice when you write a book. Do you remember killer ads? Oh my day? gosh, yeah. Back I in do. The day? Well, yeah, yeah, I think one of the things that made those so effective is it just told your story. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is who I am. This is why I do what I do. By the way, if you want to come see us, here's where we're located. I mean, it's so simple, but it was your story and it was compelling because people like stories. You know, you and I just met. Yeah. And uh, so you probably don't even know this. One of the main things we do is help doctors ghost write books. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, I saw some, I saw some of the stuff, but yeah. Uh, it's like, bring it on. Cause I mean, our listeners hear this, you know, hear this a lot. So you're yeah. absolutely right. And nowadays, even whenever you can get books printed, a quality book and it's, you know, $2 and 50 cents a book to print. Uh, whatever, 10 years ago, I worked in office as a marketer, you know, for a chiropractor. We went and had these little trifolds made, you know, these mm -hmm. full color trifolds. We paid almost $3 a piece for them. It's expensive. And it's wow. like, I can have a book for that. And guess what? If I'm out in the community and now, one, you don't want to give a book to everybody, so you kind of want to pre-qualify it if you're doing a screening or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like you said, nobody throws that away. They're no going to keep it. They're going to put it on the shelf or whatever. It's it's going to stay there. But if you had that trifold brochure, they're cleaning out their car. It's tra you mm -hmm. know it's trashed. There's just this perceived value. Uh, and I love saying there's a reason that the root word of authority is author. So. I love that. Well, and I want to just answer this for your listeners around the idea of quote unquote ghostwriting. So, so I, you know, way back when the company is long gone, but that helped me write my book was, it was very similar. And I, what I felt like was this, do I need to figure out uh, the images I'm going to use for the vertebrae? Do I need to explain what sublux like, there's probably 50%, 70% of this book that is a general like chiropractic. Like if I had to sit and slog through that, I'd have never written it. But right. what I did is I took every chapter that I wanted to do and I wrote a detailed introduction at, with a case study. I went through everything and I had a template. So it helped me. I didn't just start with a blank sheet of paper. It helped me because I had a template of something to do. And, you know, what ended up happening in my second edition is I actually took a lot more stuff out because it, you know, it isn't about more, you know, and That's I, right. and I organized it different. So for me, it ends up being the five vital steps to wellness. And number one, it's, it's removing nerve inter interference. And that's the number one step. So for me, what I do with it, again, I'm going to bring some books today when I, when I go to my teacher training, but I'm also, uh, 
I give it to every patient at their first re-exam. So their first re-evaluation, I say, you know, the first level of, of this is, is healing your nervous system, but we got to work on other stuff too for you to really be well. And then I give them the book. And, and uh, so, you know, it is, it's, there's, there's something, when people come back to me quoting the stuff I wrote in my book or what I say on my podcast, it's like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, it d- does make you feel good. I, I know I'll yeah. go to different events. I'm always traveling and, um, and people will come up to me. Hey, you're, you're Billy sticker, right? And yeah, yeah. How are you? Nice to meet you. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not at all saying I'm famous or anything, but you know, yeah. I love what you said just about the book. You know, one of the things we do, we don't, we don't have like all these chapters and you pick which ones you want. We will sit down and like, okay, what do you, what resonates with you and your patients? What do you want them to know? Mm-hmm. You know, if this was your chiropractic wellness 101, what is going to make the best patient? Mm-hmm. And so we come up with a really tight outline and then we break down these chapters. One of my clients who's actually in Chicago, uh, Dr. John Artis, we helped him with his book and he had a book, a chapter on faith, a chapter on family. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just about you know, subluxation and proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be yeah. about whatever. But our thing is, you know, you want it to resonate with you. You don't want it to, you want to be proud of it. You don't want it to be something where like, yeah, here's my book. But inside you're like, yeah, that's not your book. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Oh so yeah, for sure. That's good. No, I, I, th- I think it's a, it's a great thing. There was something else and, and I'll think about it and I'll think of it in a set. Oh, this, this is the one, the one more thing I want to put as far as a plug towards people um, getting out there and doing it is that the reason I started my podcast, another reason is just exactly this. Like I never met you before, but we could talk for days. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, there's an energy that when I wrote my book, you just couldn't get my personality. And so I'm not that I'm not a, like a writer, writer, you know what I mean? Like a writer, writer, you could like, you read, you know, Amy Poehler's book or, you know, Tina Fey. I mean, they're freaking funny. Right. You can get that, but that you don't get the funny and the energy of me unless you're hearing me. So that's where the podcast came in. And guess what? I have a hundred dollar mic and everything else is free. I pay a little bit of, of money a month, not even $20 to host it. Now I've gone on and done, I have my own. Yeah. Libsyn. I've done my own, you know, uh, private website, drmage.com. And I have my clinic website, which is communitychiropractic.net. And so that's for the for the office. But, it, you know, again, it's like you don't even need to do that. Libsyn hosts them. And, and it's a wonderful way. I got sick of having the same vitamin D conversation. You know, what, you know, what should I do about the flu shot? You know, those kind of conversations where I felt like I was just having them over and over. And I thought, boy, it would be nice if I could just say, hey, you want to know about chiropractic and anxiety? I'm going to have, you know, my front desk person send you the link to my podcast. And I interviewed a, a chiropractor who's, you know, talks all about it. So, you know, that was, um, that was one of the big reasons why I did it. But it's just so darn fun. I right. still enjoy I still enjoy conversations. I just love talking to people. Here's something else that I think I heard somebody say this the other day, and I think this is where you're going to see a lot of things move into in the next ten years. Um, I'm still a little funny about Big Brother. I, I don't I haven't adapted the Amazon, yeah. you know, Echo and Alexa and all that stuff yet. Yeah. But one of the things yeah. they have are flash briefings. 
So in the morning, you're brushing your teeth. Alexa, what's my flash briefing? And you program it. You're like, you know what? I want to know how the Cowboys did. I want to know what the weather's going to be today. You you pick out whatever you want on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll just provide, you know, a real short. It's like your personalized news for the day as you're, mm-hmm. you know, getting ready in the morning. Well, as content providers, as podcast hosts, host, we can actually, I'm not saying I'm going to commit to do this. But we're <laughs> there. Amazon's given us the ability to be part of somebody's morning every day mm. by doing a short, you know, Hey, Dr. Mage, like age, your health tip of the day. Mm. And you go yeah. through and they want them short, but you have to do them every day. Um, but it's my understanding that the feed that you submit is very similar to Libsyn. It's like an RSS feed. I never knew that. It's, yeah. br- it's brand new. It's brand new. There's wow. a lot of people I'm listening to. Oh, but what if you could do that in your area? What if yeah. for every new patient you can say, hey, if you have an Alexa or we're giving one away, you know, this month, anybody that writes a review, you're going to get your name in the hat. We're going to be giving away one of the Alexas. Uh, yeah. And by the way, we have our own morning briefing. So you can get yeah. over there in the morning and we just, real short, but just give you a health tip of the day. Or what, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do. So wow. you're, you're right. I, I don't think there's ever been a, a better time to be in practice than now. Mm-hmm. The Mercedes 80s, I mean, let's face it, insurance back then, I know, yeah. was great. But as far as being able to get your message of what chiropractic truly is out there. Mm-hmm. so Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really feel like... Uh, I mean, I'm, I've been doing this now. I just, uh, I just celebrated 21 years in my own practice. And, and like I said, I graduated in 94. I practiced with another chiropractor for a while. And, and I just, I love what I do more than ever. And I think, you know, back in 2000, I, I gave up, uh, any attempt to be involved with any, uh, insurance. And it's, I've never looked back. And, uh, and that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But uh, it's been nice to be able to be the master of my domain. And I really do believe that, you know, there's never been a better time because, you know, you just hear over and over. I mean, especially with what's happening with the opiates. I mean, I'm from Ohio and Ohio is like one of the hotbeds of like dead people from taking opiates for pain and you know so i really feel like i feel like it's life and death on many ways but in that regard um you know there's no one better than us to help yeah that's great in closing yeah. how could uh, i know you've already given your what your website but mm-hmm. if uh, docs want to find out more just about what you're doing how you're doing stuff what's your clinic's facebook page so they can kind of mm-hmm. watch some of your videos um and then just go over your website one more time well my so my website is uh, is communitychiropractic.net. That's my clinic's website. And my clinic is Community Chiropractic. Now, a funny side note, uh, Pam Jarbo, Dr. Pam Jarbo, sure. who I know and love. Uh, she's one of my besties. Uh, the way we met is that she's community chiropractic, but she's in Groton, Massachusetts. <laughs> so I'm community chiropractic Midwest. We are literally not related at all. So you'll 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 see a bunch of community chiropractics come up, but I'm the one in Chicago uh, on Facebook. And then uh, drmage.com, drmaj.com is my podcast uh, and uh, personal my personal project website and. Uh, 
you know, you can get a hold of me at either one of those places or at drmage at drmage.com. And I'd, I'd love to chat with you. It's been, uh, it's, it's a fun journey. And, you know, with my podcast, there's, uh, there's a ton of content that, that chiropractors, even if you don't want to have your own podcast, there is a ton of content that is very shareable with your patients and use it and abuse it. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Very good stuff. Thank you so much for being on today. No problem, Billy. Thank you for having me. Well, you've just listened to another episode of Cairo Candy. For the show notes to this episode and all the other shows, head on over to CairoCandy.com. Now, if you're ready to take your practice to the next level and you want to use Facebook to do it, or maybe you've used Facebook before, but you've never had the results that you're looking for, or maybe you've used other people to do Facebook marketing for you and you just haven't been satisfied, head on over to CairoCandy.com and check out our free Facebook marketing training. I go through several different key mistakes that I see doctors all over the world making when it comes to Facebook marketing, and I show you some key strategies and tips that we're using to help chiropractors take their business to the next level and increase the impact in their community. Once again, go to chirocandy.com and check out our free Facebook marketing training. We are currently working in over 40 different chiropractic offices all over the world all over the U.S., Australia, Canada, and we see what's working and what's not. And in this training, I'm going to point out what's working and why it's working. We'll see you next week on another episode of Cairo Candy. See you.